Jumpsuit Swagger. Hey guys, welcome to Jumpsuit Swagger. This is Valerie. I'm here with Laura. Hey. And Mike. How you guys doing today? Pretty good. Feeling jazzed. <laughs> yeah. We're pretty energetic, I'd say. Feeling jazzed. I've had a lot of caffeine. I had two coffees. <laughs> I had one coffee, but two shots of Bailey. Okay. Mm. So feeling good. And good. cheese and bread and <laughs> mo- a lot of butter. Yeah. So this is our Elvis celebration episode because his birthday is <laughs> I mean, January 8th. Every episode is a celebration <laughs> of Elvis. <true. laughs> however. So uh, the way we celebrated is a little early, but we celebrated his birthday by making Elvis foods and watching his karate parts of his karate movie that he recorded. Yes. So we, we found out that there's actually two Elvis associated karate movies, one of which is called the new gladiators right which is the stuff that he just had the idea for and somebody else made right well he was approached and they they were like hey elvis what do you think about this idea ed parker and george Waite. george Waite had this idea ed parker was a karate friend of elvis's an instructor and then they were like elvis what do you think about this idea and he's like ah maybe let me think about it i have to go play in vegas and then vegas the next day he like Blew them out and was like, here's a cash check for $50,000. Make this movie. That's, that sounds like <laughs> yeah, that sounds so, like right. This is not the movie we actually are no. watching today. <laughs> right. We just so. watched YouTube clips of. So there's this found footage called like the Gladiators Project. Right. And so it was filmed separately from the new Gladiators, which is the movie Elvis wanted to produce. Yes. So I think all the footage was found together in a truck. Yeah, in West like Hollywood. In, in West Hollywood and, and like and, and they with some memorabilia. And somebody narrated on top of it, this guy, Wayne Carmen, who I think was associated with the filming somehow. With Ed Parker. No, he's a karate instructor. OK, yes. Yes. So he knew Elvis through karate. Yes. OK. <laughs> yes. The only way to really know Elvis. So, right? so they stitched this together and they released it in 2002. OK. Yeah. Yes. Well, I just want to thank you guys for having me over to watch it. I mean, for me, it was a real mountaintop experience. (laughs) (laughs) So the narrator of this movie says mountaintop experience four times. I think we said four or five times. Four or five times. A lot. Specifically that it was a mountaintop experience for him. (laughs) Well, now that's my new catchphrase. Throwing something is really great. (laughs) It was a mountaintop experience. Mountaintop experience. So, So this is maybe one of the... Most poorly put together pieces <laughs> well, of movie. Before we get to the movie, we should talk about the food because we made oh, food that's today. True. Yes, yes, food so, first. Food that was first. Just a, te- a teaser, yes. an, an apt teaser. <laughs> so the classic. Oh, peanut butter banana, fried peanut butter banana sandwiches. Yes, yes. So a lot of people. So Elvis had a lot of favorite foods. Mm, yes. Burnt cheeseburgers. Mashed potatoes with sauerkraut mixed together and tomatoes. Cornbread you know. and uh, buttermilk. Oh, gross, yes, yes. So, we talked about that last time, didn't right, we? Right, yes, we did. Okay. Yeah. So, but this one's like the classic that everybody knows. There's also the Fool's Gold Loaf, which I don't know if Laura knows the story. We'll, we'll save that for another day. Okay, yeah. An anecdote, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what you do is you take peanut butter and banana. And actually, there was bacon on this, but for Laura, we did uh, no bacon. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but so, you didn't skimp on the butter. No, no, no. So in the recipes you'll find online. So what you do is you mix the peanut butter and banana together and then you fry it in a pan on butter. Yeah. And by mix it together, you mean you literally take like a potato masher. Uh, yeah. Mashed potato like <laughs> masher. <laughs> yeah. One of those. Yeah. <laughs> and you 
mix it in a bowl together, mash it together, put on your bread, fry it in butter. Now, a lot of the recipes are like two tablespoons, but like, yes. But I think it was either Marty or Lamar, one of them said that like, no, Elvis used like a stick of butter. It was not, it was not just two tablespoons. So I tried that Mm. today. (laughs) I mean, we did two, so we did both ways. We did, and then. (laughs) Now. So sandwich one. So sandwich one was the butter one, like a whole stick of butter. They were both butter ones, but this was like the butter one. <laughs> it was like butter with a side of banana and peanut butter. <laughs> right. Now, I, I think the, the peanut butter banana came through a lot. It was significantly soggier, <laughs> but it did. It taste- was mush. It was like yeah. a bread pudding. <laughs> yeah. And like you put it in and it just soaks and all the butter <laughs> before it heats up. And to be fair, we only had a cor- a quarter of each. So we only had. A quarter stick of butter each, <laughs> right? you know, so yeah. it wasn't, right. we, didn't, we didn't need an entire stick of but butter. But then we, we also each separately ate our own sandwiches with less butter. Right. So there was a lot of <laughs> butter. But we from, tried the butter one, right? which oh, yeah. was delicious. It was really <laughs> it good. It just tasted like butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, but butter's good, so. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. You know. Delicious. And then we also fried pickles. Mike fried pickles. I did. Um, I actually I, didn't have one. I just realized I didn't eat any. <laughs> But you don't really like fried pickles, do you? They're okay. See, that? I don't really like pickles, but they were good. Yeah, yeah I, I, you. Uh, I used the rep- re- recipe from the uh, the Bob's Burgers cookbook. Shout oh, out, nice. <laughs> which is uh, um, flour and Cajun seasoning, and yeah, the, the seasoning yeah. was nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I feel like Elvis would appreciated that. I feel like I ate like Elvis today, and I feel closer to him and God, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and also death, maybe. That's what I meant. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm closer to getting to heaven, Kai. <laughs> yeah, it just definitely makes me feel kind of logy. <laughs> yeah, I feel very yeah. sleepy. Lots of heavy fried food. <laughs> Which explains how Elvis looked in this, in this karate, karate video. video. <laughs> right. That southern diet catching up to him. Oh, mm. He was very moist looking. You know, just sweaty. kind of so like sweaty. just glistening. So oh. to tell people, I got to tell people how to find it. So you can find us on YouTube. That's how we watch it. Yes. Um, you just you you just search Elvis Karate movie and that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's a bunch of like shitty footage from seventy four. Yeah. Of Elvis high as a kite. Oh yeah. And super oh. sweaty. You thought Elvis had dead eyes before. <laughs> mm. These, These were zombie eyes. This is Elvis had died and then resurrected he's just he's just hairy and full of drugs <laughs> and, and his uh what do you call that outfit gi. Gi, yeah. the gi it just like the way the <laughs> belt is tied it just frames his stomach <laughs> okay. perfectly so right. what's amazing about this gi is it's like uh, i think he paid three grand in the 70s to have this gi custom made yeah something like that and yeah, yeah a lot of money and right. <laughs> It's got the letters E and P on the back, but like, you know, the font that they use on crappy Chinese restaurant <laughs> menus, that is the font, right? yeah. you know, kind of like. You got to keep it in the Asian influence. Yes, yes. And, and in addition, there were bell bottoms on this gi. And with like, and like bows? With embroidery? Like yeah, oriental like bows. It was like a gi jumpsuit, Yeah, you know. And he has his boots on and sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Yes. In, in the dojo, which right. is what they call. The training, the training center. The training right. center is called a dojo. And uh, this, so this, this dojo, he actually gave them 50 grand. Like, just gave them 50 grand yeah, which for is, the dojo. Which like, explains be- how kind um, Wayne Carmen, the narrator, is to Elvis <laughs> um, during, during the uh, Yeah, he the loves Elvis. Yeah, so mm-hmm. the narrator is also a karate instructor. And yes. Like, you know, we went to his website, which... 
He also, I guess, it's, owns a studio called TCB Karate, and it's it's pretty great. The website's so, pretty awful. Go, well, you know, I don't want to be uh, too too right, mean right, to, right. to Wayne Carmen. He's a, he, um, he's an interesting fellow, right? Um, and um, we're really appreciate that he put this thing together <laughs> right. for us, yes, because it is amazing. <laughs> also, a piece of garbage at yes, the same time. Yes, yeah, yes. it's an amazing piece of garbage. You can't hear anything they're saying. They yes. did not have a boom mic. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you filming this yeah. without a boom mic? You just see them talking, and then occasionally this guy will narrate over top of right, them talking. Right. You can hear that they're saying something. You just can't hear what they're saying. Yeah, it's it's about the, the level of quality that you'd expect from, like, a father in the 1980s holding one of those handheld camcorders <laughs> and, like, complaining, like, that he doesn't know how to work it right. and, like, the sound cuts out or weird places. It's just, it's not, not well made. No, no. So, but I highly However, recommend... Like getting some friends together, having some drinks, whatever, having some snacks and put this thing on because it's really entertaining. It's about it's 45 minutes of Elvis kicking people in the groin and clawing <laughs> their eyes out. 45 minutes of Red West. Oh, Red man. West, yes. Poor. Being the live dummy for people. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right. Everyone's just beating the crap out of Red West. So yeah. for those who, I don't know if we've mentioned Red West yet so far, but Red West was one of Elvis's first Memphis Mafia bodyguard guys. Yes. Met in high school. Red defended him from people trying to cut his hair. And they they were buddies ever since Hit Louisiana Head Ride. So they've been together for a long time. Yeah. And he's also an accomplished fighter. Yes. <laughs> sometimes. And actor. An actor, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. We mentioned yeah, that last episode. Yeah, Mike's yes. favorite thing Stunt about Red man. <laughs> is, is that, uh, yeah, he was in the Roadhouse. Yes, he was in Roadhouse. Al he, also, he wrote that Christmas song. He did. He wrote um, If Every Day Were Like Christmas. He did a lot of things. Like, Red West was a very interesting man, R.I.P. Red. In his own right? Yeah, yeah, okay. definitely. He mm -hmm. also wrote he the book Elvis, Elvis What Happened After He Got Fired by Vernon mm. in the 70s. Seven, seventy-six. 76. Yeah, because the book came out two months before Elvis retired. Yeah, so sad story. Elvis was really pissed. But yeah. Elvis, what happened? Look it up. I think it's like 40 bucks now because I don't think it's in print anymore. But anyways, mm -hmm. so Red West is in this. <laughs> and he's just <laughs> he's being just... very politely like demonstrated on. And yes. Does that sound weird? Yeah, and Elvis is like at one point Elvis is demonstrating the power of his chi by letting Red like punch him. <laughs> right. And Red's obviously pulling his punches because, <laughs> you know, Elvis is just like whatever. Well maybe also it's because chi. He, yes, <laughs> yes. His his chi and the level of barbiturates or whatever he had in his system <laughs> was just so high. You, I probably wouldn't have been able to feel anything anyway. So but. a background on Elvis. I don't know if you guys know this. He did actually study karate. So this started. Three in, types, according to this narrator. Right, right. Yeah. Kempo was later. Mm -hmm. um, he started in Germany. Huh. Um, yeah, that's. Does the yeah. army do karate? No, Train he actually it? met an instructor in Germany and learned oh, in wow. 59. Yeah. So he learned it. He started taking training in 59. He was actually like trained in karate, like mm. was very into it. So well, like one of his weird hobbies that actually stuck, he wanted to look like a badass. Yeah. You know, because that's how you do it. Right. <laughs> you learn karate. Well, you know, well, in his defense, in this video, a lot of it is him kicking people in the groin, groin and clawing their eyes out. <laughs> But there are some like he legitimately blocks sometimes. And like, right. like Laura noticed that, that he actually seems to have some kind of skill <laughs> right. in the martial arts. He does. He just the problem is by now, by the time you get to him, the 
this foot and you're watching this footage, you're like, what the hell? Because like <laughs> he's given ceremonial like belts and stuff like he didn't, you know, he's he's high as a kite most of the time. He's always fucked up. So, you know, I don't know how much training actually went through in the later <laughs> yeah. years. Like I had the question of what what belt level was Elvis? And you said he's a eight, eight black degree. belt. Eight degree. Yeah, basically yeah. the highest you can be, which I mean, you're looking at him. He doesn't even use his legs. <laughs> right. Well, he's, he can barely stand up. Like, he's yeah. kind of wobbly and jerky. And, like, yeah. you know, like, when he was showing up, that they were, like, trying to teach him stuff. And he may or may not have absorbed some of it. I don't know. But they were like, uh, well, we're going to pass you because you're Elvis. Right, Every, right. Everybody's very like, obviously polite to Elvis in yeah. this. But, but, you know, how could you not be? Elvis is a great guy, even when he's, you know, whacked out on, on, uh prescription meds right and like he did he wasn't i'd say i think it was one of the guys in the mafia was like he was like up to like third degree probably like he was a really accomplished okay. like i want a karate professional to like go see all the footage of elvis doing karate and then rate him so we did um we have a friend and he <laughs> is a half keto guy and he watched this and there are legit superfoot the guy named Superfoot, uh -huh, he's, le uh -huh, he's uh -huh. a legit kicky guy. Superfoot he's, wears an American flag for a gi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Very and, patriotic. And he's still alive and and is also like he's legitimate. Like and Well, I, you can tell by the way that he stretches yeah. like excessively. There's a lot of gratuitous footage of Superfoot doing splits. <laughs> and yeah. Elvis like standing above him and commenting. But also like <laughs> bouncing splits, like stripper splits. <laughs> yes. Like looking at himself in I the mean, mirror. I mean, he's warming himself up. Well, you do do that in karate. Like you do in front of the mirror and you're all like stretched. You said you do. Like, <laughs> 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 you do do that. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know why that was in there. <laughs> why Why do we see? Yeah, see? But, I, but I mean, like when you when you when you stretch, you know what I mean? We, we stretched in front of mirrors in martial arts as well. But right. You're not like looking at yourself in the mirror like four <laughs> yeah, inches from hey. it. Like, good splits, man. <laughs> so right. I thought that was a little weird. Yeah. It was a lot of footage was like, why? Oh, and, there, and there are lots of like great 70s haircuts in this. Oh. Like everybody looks like they're part of the Rebel Alliance from the original Star Wars it's trilogy. It's so hairy. Yeah. <laughs> Such hairy. So many Bad hairs. hair, like, bad mustaches. Silly mustaches. Like, like that 70s guy thing where you're balding up front. So you got like the skullet going on. <laughs> right. There was at least one big guy. I think Al Hokum. Like who's, yeah. who's the giant. That was who a they very big dude. <laughs> he had a skullet going on, yeah. which was pretty sweet. I think that's just what you did in the 70s i guess you know well, people still do it now too yeah they just can't let go yeah but i shave it off i think i think when you see a bald guy with hair in the back now it's usually carland it's usually ponytailed you Car know <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> did you just make a verb out of george carland I think I did. Yes. <laughs> yes it's usually that that happens because i don't can you think of a more prominent bald head ponytail no guy? That's, that's him He's, that's that's him teller no, you're thinking of Pen. Pen. Teller's Pen the short one. <laughs> yeah. Did Does you, he have a... Is he bald? I guess he's balding with a ponytail. Kind of, but not as bad as, like, Carlin. Carlin okay. was, like, straight up. Like, <laughs> right. Bald. Did you know that Penn and Teller got their start at the Maryland Renaissance Fair? I did not. There you go. That's yeah. that's the Penn and Teller <laughs> trivia fact of this week. <laughs> Bang the gong. Bang! <laughs> so I wanted to... There was, like, one... Um, karate anecdote when we were talking about how Elvis like learned in the 50s right and like he comes back to America and he's like really excited about it and so he starts buying a whole bunch of lumber in Memphis and like going out into like 
the park and just like breaking boards. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yes, he would just go out and buy lots of lumber and just like go outside and break boards. Like in the and park. like the neighbor kids would come and see and watch. Oh, I wish I had footage of that. <laughs> like, Isn't that crazy? How thick was this lumber? I don't know. They don't go into specifics. Hmm. But he, I mean, like you break, when you do when you break boards, they're normally like one inch and inch and a half. I've never broken a board. You're the only one here. Who's yeah. Done how now. do you actually break a board with your hand? Well, we did kicks. Is it just pressure in the right yeah, spot? Yeah, and it's like yeah, and you have to go for a certain like you try to go. Like, you're not, like, breaking the, the ends. You, like, you hit, you hit towards the center. Yeah, you're going towards yeah. the center, you know. Um, yeah, I don't like kicked boards. When I was With a your kid, chi? Is that how you... <laughs> See, I just use a saw. That's uh, why. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, you so. kick them. So someone holds them when you're a kid. Yeah, yeah. And when you you're kick a kid. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's be real. I was eight. So, <laughs> I so you were pretty strong. That's yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, superhuman so, like, baby strength. I, when I was a kid, like, I never, I had my boards for the longest time that I broke because mm. I was very proud of it. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I had the dates on them, you know, 91 or whatever. Wow. You know, kept them in my closet. Oh, that's nice. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was very proud. I like the people who punch through the bricks. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Yeah. That's seen, like the cinder blocks and yeah, stuff. That's pretty legit. That's. Serious. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta imagine people the that rip, on that hand. That rip phone books. Like, that just always is like. <laughs> oh, well, insane. yeah. There was this, okay, so when I went to school in Pittsburgh, they had um, a clown called Buffo the Clown. <laughs> And he would rip phone books. He had, he had like a sleeveless clown outfit <laughs> and really like huge guns. And he would rip phone books. What? Strongman clown. What kind of clown is this? It's, <laughs> it's Buffo the strongman clown. It was like amazing. I've never saw Buffo, but he was like, a, I don't know. Maybe he was just a Did thing Did you see to commercials? Or no. how did you know about Buffo the clown? I think I just saw ads everywhere for him. Like, I don't know, billboards maybe? But that seems like a lot for yeah, a, a for strongman a strong clown. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm just trying to think, like, kids, like, well, I got you Buffo. He doesn't do magic tricks or anything. He just rips phone books in half. I mean, I can think of several children who would be like, yeah, that sounds good. Right, I, I mean, clowns are kind of creepy. They're terrifying. But for some reason, like, clowns that are strong are less creepy to me because, you know, their st strength's more overt. It's, like, out there. It's not like they're hiding anything. It's like, this is this is where my power comes from, my sweet guns. Not, like, for evil magic, you know? It's just a little more comforting. Anyway, sorry. I don't know. It sounds more terrifying now. Like a clown with big muscles. Yeah. Like he could just strangle like at me least better. You know you have one up on a clown because you can just probably like, kick him and he'll fall like over. You really think that's how clowns are going to come after you? Yeah. Like with strangling you with, with dark their muscle magic, will come yes. up your arms? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Clowns, terrifying. Okay, so we so a, little, a little segue. <laughs> so this karate movie. Yeah. It's great and terrible. There's lots of groin. 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 Yeah. If you want to see Elvis claw people in the groin. So one of my favorite moves is the double hand twist great face. Oh, yeah. So he crosses one hand over the other with a palm on each cheek. Yes. And then tears diagonally across the face. Which is not. To tear off each cheek. Why wouldn't you just go with them straight on? Probably some kind of physics. It gives you, see, you use your triceps. And your cheek. Your tiger power. Yeah, yeah, your tiger power. Yeah. <laughs> I think there was talk that 
maybe he got his nickname at the dojo because he go, went by Tiger. Well, not went by, but like it was a yeah, thing. Well, they called him name. Tiger Man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right. that's true. He sings a whole song about it. Maybe give it a listen. <laughs> but uh, I think he got that from he the He might from have at this his... uh, Kongri. Is that what? Yeah. The, oh, do, yeah. the, the dojo. The, the, yeah. yeah the, the I think Korean... he might have. Yeah, the Korean guy. South Korean yeah. guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, he, in this movie, he mentions oh. that he. He's hard to understand because, you know, he's Korean. <laughs> And so, but honestly, oh I could make out the things that he was saying in this yeah, video where you listen. couldn't hear other people. Yeah, he wasn't particularly hard to understand. <laughs> At one point, they're in his area, and he's taking off Elvis's sock. <laughs> yes. And he's saying, so it's hard to move around, because Elvis has a toenail in, yeah, injury. Toenail. And, and he has this gigantic infected cut on his hand. Mm-hmm. Like Elvis, Elvis does. couldn't get good health care. Back then, <laughs> I, I guess not. But but Valerie and I were talking. We we've watched this movie many times. <laughs> movie, <laughs> yeah, ish. ish. <laughs> um, and we were talking that maybe it was an injury. What they say in the movie is that is that somebody, a, a rabid fan, crazed fan, tried to grab a ring off of Elvis's hand and dug. The, the meat. Yes, and then it got infected because yes. they were rabid. Yes. Right. So, but it's probably more likely that he injured himself. Well, not. Maybe not more likely, but maybe as likely as likely, I yeah. would say, is accurate that he injured himself to acquire prescription medications <laughs> right. to which I said you're Elvis and you don't need them. But you you're thinking Elvis wanted to think that he needed them. Yes, yeah. that was that his was thing. Just logic. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because he never in Elvis's mind, he never did drugs. He only did. Legally acquired prescriptions that he received from his doctor. So he never did drugs. Right. That was that was the way he thought about it. Um, but he would do weird drug seeking behaviors before we had words for that, like right. st- purposely step on peach pits and things to cut his foot up. Yeah. So, so he could get he'd pain need... meds. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So he was crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like all kinds of things. Yeah. So, if, yeah, I don't know if the hand injury. If, if you might have know. said a fan clawed it. That's very possible. They were constantly <laughs> ripping at him and clothes and taking chunks out of him yeah, so that's true and it got infected like it how do you pretty, not get attention before looking. you get like that level of infection he's kind of, he was kind of neglect neglectful too of yeah. taking care of himself apparently <laughs> yeah so, the man ate a stick of butter with every sandwich <laughs> right. in the later years like in the late like 77 76 77 like uh when he was with linda thompson like she apparently multiple times saved his life because he gets so stoned like those the downers would kick in and he'd be like eating soup and like face plant in the soup and she'd have to like oh my god or like you know i think there was like potatoes or he was eating mashed potatoes and he passed out and she had to like dig him out of his air you know like she saved him multiple times like i think this is probably the first time on video like the earliest that you can see that elvis is like really in a bad way right like i I think because you know you watch the last concert and it's obvious like it's so soul-crushingly obvious that he's in a bad way but this is three years earlier than that i think he did his last movie change of habit in 72 but i thought that like i always associated his downfall with going to vegas and when uh he you know him and priscilla split like 71 is when like yeah things things get bad yeah this was filmed in 73 and he Retired in 77. Yeah. So this is, I, I think that really kind of him going to Vegas and splitting with Priscilla is really like the beginning. Yeah, the catalyst, because he was so pissed. And this is probably the first, because Windows Aloha was... 74, I think? 
That's interesting because yeah, it is, was later. So yeah, I mean maybe he, I don't know. That's interesting um, to mm. know. So this is a bunch of dead air. And I would say he is sweatier than anyone else in the video. Like he's oh. noticeably wet. And he's doing so much <laughs> less. Yeah, he's just standing most of the time. Aloha from Hawaii 73, by the way. Okay, okay. so it's like... So this is around the same time as... As, as Aloha. Right. So, yeah. Yes, I th- there's I, a lot of, like, him he, just standing and swaying and being sweaty. Yeah. And Aloha's good. Like, yeah, he did great. a really great job. He did a job. really great job. So, but also his gi looks like it's, like, thicker and warmer than other people's. Yeah, who knows what kind of, like, polyesters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, you know, it did not look breathable. No, no. no. All those, like, embroidery. Barely and, yeah, <laughs> Right. It, it could have been, you know, summer in Memphis, no AC or something like that. Yeah. We, we don't know. But, but either way, he looks sweatier than everybody, everybody else. else. Yeah. And, and his eyes a lot of time, you're yeah. like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Eventually he just puts his sunglasses on. He's like, <laughs> no, I can't. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this, this is kind of, so this is really Laura's first exposure to, like, drugged up 70s Elvis, really. Yeah, the Elvis, I think probably the beginning of the Elvis that everybody, yeah. like, talks about in popular culture. You know, The fat, Elvis fat of Elvis. my dreams. Yeah, there <laughs> right. you go. Fat. So what are your feelings, like, compared to the Elvis you've been exposed to, 68 comeback special Elvis? You I don't know? think it's fair for me to opine yet because... A peen, a pine. Uh, I was like, I, what is that? I don't know. I'm going to a peen. A, a apple. I will a peen. Very opinionated. <laughs> <laughs> I will a peen later because you can't hear him really in this. You don't even really see him from the front a lot. Like, it's always the back of Elvis. Yeah. Like, I just feel like I can't. You, I don't know what he did that day. You know, maybe he was just low energy. Yeah, you're kind of missing, like, a chunk of time between, you know, when when he goes to the army you know, and what happened to him during the 60s and, and very early 70s that, uh, you know, you had a weird time skip. Yeah. You know, and so we've, I feel like I can't judge yet. We sh- we need to watch That's the Way It Is, which came out in 70, which is like three years. Yeah. Oh, before Tupac this. wrote that song. Mm, it's true. That's just Did the you know, way it is. Um, Elvis actually wrote that song for Tupac. Oh. It was a commission piece. <laughs> so. Facts. Mm. Is this the facts segment? <laughs> Do we just move into it already? Mm-hmm. More about karate. Okay. Oh, so, so the, well, El- Elvis's styles. We all just tried to talk about <laughs> Elvis's styles. Well, we were talking about how this is Laura's first Elvis yes. exposure to drugs. Yes. Like, you don't have an opinion yet? No, I, I don't think it's fair. It was... It's sad, but this movie's so bad, you can't even really tell. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so poorly filmed. It's yeah. that weird space where, you know, you really want to enjoy the hilarity of it, but <laughs> also, funny. like, you feel bad for Elvis. Yeah. Because he's like, it's like when you, you see, it's like the moment when you know a friend who's drinking a lot, and then it's like, <laughs> if he goes from like, oh, you're drinking, like, all the time. But then every now and again, he shows you, like, I'm here and alive, because he does these crazy slap sequences, like, really fast, like, and he's just slapping in your face. And I was like, oh, Elvis is alive. I mean, I find it more hilarious. Maybe I'm a terrible person. But, like, the 77, so we just talked about the 77 show. So he did film, it aired... Uh, after he passed away, he filmed it right before he passed. Okay. It is soul crushing. Like Mike said, it's oh, really it's upsetting like that. I have problems watching. We will eventually watch it and be sad and cry. 
I yeah. think we should. Like, I, I well, think we, I think we have it's, to it's for important. the podcast. Yeah, it's so very but important. But maybe not for a couple of years now. We have so much content. Right. There is a right. lot. There is a lot of living like, Elvis content. Because <laughs> he's basically undead at that point. Yeah, it's you know, just it's, he's it's, so it's, just overweight and sweaty. I mean, he still puts on a performance, but you can tell like it's just yeah. It, it makes me the end. makes me wonder about um, well because his uh, yeah. I mean, we might have talked about this before, but Elvis nowadays, I'd be afraid of. You know, you don't you, you don't want to live your heroes. Well, you don't want your heroes to live, right? But you don't want to live long enough to hit, see your heroes become the villains. Right. And I don't know what kind of person Elvis would be in his old age. I still think he'd be a good person. Yeah, yeah. I think he'd be a good and good fun. person. Yeah, and that's, crazy. That's and we'd true. still give a good interview. Yeah. Like a Carrie yeah. Fisher. Yeah. She gave a great interview. That's true. She was great. Yeah. I mean, she did the interview right, for them. Right. <laughs> that was the oh, thing about God, this karate so video is that you see, you know, he's still like that jokester, even though yes. he's like yeah. out of his mind. He's and, still like, doing kinda... his gun joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can we pick up the yeah, gun? Let's talk they... about the gun joke. So like... And the live gun. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. live gun. Yes. So they stage this thing like this joke of Elvis's where Red like holds a gun and he was like, when you're at 10 feet away. You just get on your knees and pray, basically, is the joke. Yeah. Yes. That Elvis likes to t- say repeatedly. he shows you oh. all these other ways to actually disarm right, someone. Right, right. But when they're 10 feet away, shooting at you. You just get on your knees and pray. And then Elvis, and then he says this Chinese proverb in like a Chinese <laughs> accent. It's terrible. Yeah. It just makes your skin You know, crawl. he's like, yeah. you know what Master says. Yeah, old Master say. Oh, and it's geez. like, oh, no. But anyway, so the guy who's narrating it says that it's a live gun. So yes. I'm guessing it's a loaded gun that he has Reg point at him. Yeah. And then point at the audience <laughs> several <Right>. times. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of waving it around. Yeah. Right. He's just, I mean, he was very casual And at one point he like, gets it out of his hand and it could have gone off when it like yes, dropped it, it falls on the floor. On the ground. <laughs> yes. And he's like, ah, my heart stopped when I heard that live gun <laughs> clatter on the ground. It's like, like, okay. Why did you guys yeah, him? Why? Like, Well, because he was Elvis. I know. That's, that's, that's the, his that's answer the, for everything. everything. Yeah. Why did Elvis do that? He was Why Elvis. did he wear boots instead of barefoot? He was Elvis. <laughs> why did he have sunglasses in the dojo? It was Elvis. <laughs> right. So in addition to it being dangerous for like regular folks, like mm-hmm. adults to be in there with his live gun, there were also like random children. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, it's Right. They were doing like their forms or kata. Yeah. Yeah. First, it's weird to see. When you think of like a martial arts studio, like nowadays, you're like you expect you go in there and it's basically 10, 12 year olds. Right. Right. Like, More, eight, it's like eight age to separated. Yeah. 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 So but it's, there's oh, one it's guy kids. that's like really into it. That's like, yeah, yeah. like a Dwight Like a middle aged guy. But like this is this is mostly older, older people. Right. Like 30, 40 year but olds. But I think they're like. And then there's some little kids there. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's weird like, that they were all there. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> like why are those little kids doing their kind and like. They had like five minutes of this kid doing kata. And right. You're like, and Elvis is kind of standing there, like kind of narrating. Yeah. I like when he oh, we were talking about um, Bill, the foot, Superfoot, Superfoot, Bill the foot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Superfoot. When he's stretching and Elvis is hovering over him, explaining yes. his stretches. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So yes. weird. Well, there's a lot of weird narration that Elvis does. Like they're meditating and the guy, the narrator says <laughs> they're meditating and Elvis is just yammering on like a monkey in a tree. <laughs> like what is like, what is he? And he was talking about Bi- he was doing Bible verses or something yeah. during meditation. <laughs> yeah. And of course. Of yeah, course he was. Of course. Right. 
Oh my. So strange. Like Elvis, meditation. And he had free. that. Shut up. And he also was wearing a giant necklace. Oh, like yes. a big yes. ass, like. Dragon necklace. Dragon or a snake. I don't know what it was. Well, it probably wasn't a snake because he was terrified of snakes. Mm. Really? He had many books on snakes and would go out and shoot them with a shotgun. <laughs> Well, that's a weird anecdote. Yeah, sorry, that just reminded me. That explains the gun in the dojo. I mean... Yeah, so I doubt it was a snake necklace. Maybe it was a dragon, or it was some sort of jeweled thing, but it was like... It was huge. It was like eight to ten inches long and big, like... It was not practical for karate. No. No. (laughs) Nothing he was wearing was practical for karate. No. Mm. No. (laughs) Well, he was wearing a cool gi. Yeah. Oh, wait. But also not practical. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, so next favorite part is when the narrator says noonchucks. Yes. <laughs> he says he's a master of the old uh, ancient weapon, the noonchucks. Yes, he was uh, Wayne, Wayne Carmen was at one point the world, the not world's leading expert, the United States leading expert, I want to say. It said that he trained the Memphis police. In noonchucks? <laughs> the police used noonchucks? <laughs> Here. The, see, the problem with nunchucks is that you can only use them during the middle of the day. That's right. Or else they fall apart. Yeah. You know. Oh, also, they went to Mexico to, to fight, right? Isn't that what they said? Wing Carmen said that him and Superfoot got... What? They went to Mexico to fight. Oh, and they went into, like, like an overtime of karate or whatever. Yeah, but they, he lost. Oh, oh, yeah, because he kicked him right in the back of the head. Yes. Kicked him between didn't his even legs. see it. <laughs> oh, no, so he didn't teach the police department. Oh, this is even funnier, actually. Okay. He started teaching members of the Shelby County Sheriff's Department, along with the Memphis Police Department, on how to defend themselves against <laughs> this What? In case, when like, the triad set up in... coming at you with nunchucks, <laughs> so you need to be prepared. In Memphis. What? <laughs> like, I think these... Yeah, I think the Memphis police were watching a little too much, like, Hong Kong cinema, and were like, oh, we need to prepare for this. It was the 70s. Kung Fu was huge. Oh, yeah. um, you know, true. you've got to be, be prepared. I just assumed that everyone at the time was Kung Fu fighting. Mm. Well, that, that's what the song says. You know, so, you know. But Makes sense now. Ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. I want to live in a world where the police's biggest fear is people coming at them with nunchucks. Right. It sounds like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles universe. Oh, wait, no, because no, well, no, the foot only... used nunchucks, right? Yeah, the f- yeah, I think they might have. They, they were they also were like ninjas. Ninjas who had, yeah, I'm yeah. sure they had One nunchucks. of them had nunchucks. They had different weapons. Well, Remember? The, the yes, turtles. The turtles yeah. did, yeah. Yeah, the turtles. Who yeah. had the nunchucks? Michelangelo. Michelangelo, okay. Yeah, I was really into the nunchucks. It was <laughs> so, my favorite. It was so my who name. Had I had the a pair of nunchucks when I was a kid. Was the daggers? That were gifted to me. Raphael? What? The daggers, Raphael the was knife like those daggers. knife things. Yeah. So they're called Psy. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and they're for and they're for catching weapons. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, to reflect. Oh. You, well, you catch it with the in between oh, the things. It's like barbecue not, fork. That, <laughs> that is a terrible weapon for Raphael, who's incredibly aggressive. He had a defensive weapon? Yeah, well, maybe he is like, you're too and aggressive. And Leonardo had the two swords, the Ugh. crisscross swords I feel swords like that's more back. appropriate for Raphael's so then, personality, and Leonardo should have the side. Yeah, so but then, Leonardo was the leader. Uh, so Michael so he had, the had the nunchucks. Donatello had the staff, had a bow staff. A bow staff, yes. 
Who had the throwing stars? Nobody had the throwing stars. <laughs> I, I, I remember the foot clan throwing. Had the, I think the Foot Clan had okay. the Maybe. throwing stars. Yeah, Did Splinter that, ever use okay. throwing stars? I think Splinter just gave advice. <laughs> and he think. was strictly a hand-on-hand combat, I think. Yeah. Maybe well, he, he was, did mm-hmm. use He was nunchucks. really good. These hands are deadly weapons, yeah. is mm-hmm. what he yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> So, so, but, okay, so, so in the comics, in the Ninja Turtle comics, uh-huh. were were the Foot Clan robots like in the show, or were they like humans like in the movies? I think they're like humans. I've only read the first like couple comics, but that was like ten years ago, okay. so I really don't remember. Okay, yeah, because we're gonna get a I bunch can't. of turtle fans being like, "You <laughs> idiots!" Yeah, Foot Clan. <laughs> like I, yeah, I read. Yeah, it's been too long for me to <laughs> to comment on that. Okay, all right. Yeah, I was just curious because you know. It kind of bummed me out, like when I was a kid seeing them in the movie, and they were like people, like oh, like runaway teens. Oh, because I no. wanted them to be evil cyborgs. Mm, like that's what way I wanted. more interesting. Or androids. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, they didn't have any human parts, so they were definitely androids. Yeah. Did they come? <laughs> I from don't the, remember who built the Foot Clan. But in Turtles in Time, they're people. Shredder built the Foot Clan. I mean, like maybe he, he had. He wasn't scientists. a cyberneticist. I bet you he had like scientists that he like kidnapped and made. Like, the, like behind the scenes. Yeah, totally. Kind of like, kind of like the house elves in the first two Harry Potter books. Like they're there, but we never speak of them. <laughs> right, yeah, like right. the Shredder's house elf scientists building, yeah. building the, the foot soldiers, which he has an infinite supply of. Yeah. Right? Well, they just Shredder. keep on coming. Yeah. Evil people, you know, evil people always have an unlimited supply of weapons. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I never really thought about it that way. Why am I questioning Shredder? Why, mm. why? How dare you? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry. I, <laughs> so, we're talking about ninjas. Oh, wait, no, we're talking Ninja about martial Turtles. arts. So sort of. It's kind of <laughs> there. <laughs> we should have brought a martial artist like <gasps> on. Oh, should have brought on uh, Rick. Like, ha- we failed. Rick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. It's all right. <laughs> we'll do a reprise. We'll do a second a second episode. Well, now we know that that other movie exists. We have to watch yeah, that. Yeah, we can watch yeah, the new Gladiators, yeah. which the is the actual movie. It is so like. But it's so loosely affiliated with Elvis. Right. It's like, like you go on IMDb and it's like Elvis credited as the writer in parentheses idea. Like that's right. yeah, like he didn't actually was, write Which it. is nice of him because it wasn't. <laughs> that's <laughs> nice of them to credit him with that. He just gave them 50 grand. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, he did something. I mean, that was not. Yeah. He was a producer. Yeah. But like and he never got to narrate it. So, yeah, that movie's nah, we'll watch it. I feel like it's just so far down the list. I mean, yeah, I would prefer to watch the Kurt Russell Elvis yeah, yeah. movie, but uh, I know that, yeah, that's. Yeah. So many things to watch, Laura. Yeah, there's a lot so of So many Elvis things to out make there. you watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I do have an anecdote about this movie. Oh, okay. oh I actually excellent. brought my book down because I had to read it. Because I couldn't, I was like, I'm not going to remember all the Aww. details of this. You know how oh. to read? <laughs> cool. Noted. <laughs> so this is. Post Elvis retirement. Um, And this is so what happens was Priscilla starts going after Memphis, the Memphis Mafia for money, because this is like around 79. She files a lawsuit. Um, A lot of times. So (laughs) Elvis just gave people money and like he would like say it's a gift. You know, he just give him like 10 grand or whatever. Buy him Cadillac, buy him a house, whatever, you know. And, And the guy is like, I think. Some of them had paychecks, some of them didn't. It was all very... <laughs> like mafia. Yeah it, was, yeah, it was a very kind of shady thing that they had going on with money and all of that. So she starts, like, going after the guys for money. So Billy Smith was Elvis's cousin, and he said, Marty got sued, Marty Lacker got sued by Priscilla. 
So Billy says, Marty, uh, so Marty gets pissed. He went for his deposition. When it was over, he said to her attorney, I'd like you to give Priscilla a message for me. Tell her that she knows what she's doing is wrong. And tell her, tell her one other thing. She opened up a can of worms and I'm going to slam it right down on her head. <laughs> <laughs> then he gave him Elvis's variation on Colonel uh, General MacArthur's farewell speech. With that, I bid you a fond, affectionate fucking farewell. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Billy Smith says, Marty meant what he said. So when they asked for a second deposition, he was ready. He told his attorney that Elvis had started this karate film. And we were all going to be in it. And Elvis was paying us 50 grand plus a percentage for either participating in it or helping out, which was true. When Priscilla went after Marty, the estate was trying to do something with that film and none of the guys had been paid. So Marty told his attorney to file a countersuit for 50 grand. Yes. Two days later, Marty's attorney got a phone call saying, you drop your suit and we'll drop ours. <laughs> mm. I would have stuck it in and got the 50 grand. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they were like the guys were involved in this movie, the new gladiators. Uh-huh. Never got their money, but she was like trying to sue them. Hmm. She tried to sue them for money that like. She said that he, they made it. Mm. Again, another episode. Stay tuned for the Priscilla episode. Somehow, <laughs> all the Aquanet. Yeah, it's expensive. Mm. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Yeah, but Priscilla, lots of lots of strong opinions around the table. Yeah, around yeah. This, this part of the this table. table. <laughs> <laughs> Just the two of us. Yeah, but, but we'll get into that another episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Any more comments, questions, concerns about this karate movie? Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm concerned. Yeah, I have many concerns about <laughs> this movie, loosely air quoted. Yeah, movie. It's, not, it's just footage. It's, it's just footage. Saying. We just watched karate footage. That someone narrates over who thinks Elvis is amazing. Yes. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, how could you not? <laughs> yeah. On that, on that note, it's been a real mountaintop experience, yes. guys. Yes. So now um, time for wait, the, the, no. oath, the oath. You we still have to talk about food. Oh, yes. About the fool's gold loaf. Yeah, I don't keep me hanging. It's the fool's, <laughs> fool's gold, gold loaf. Loaf it's, it's gold It's the fool's, fool's god loaf. Loaf. Gabrafa. <laughs> Gulak. Yes. <Okay>. So. <coughs> Let me clear my throat. <laughs> So the sandwich is made in Denver. Okay. Um, it's a, so what happened was Elvis got like a craving for it. And the story is that like, um, it was a part of a midnight sandwich run. Like Elvis was like, I need this sandwich because he had it before. And he takes his, you know, he has two jets. So he takes one of his jets. I don't know which one it was, but, um, and f- they went and <laughs> flew to Denver in the middle of the night to get this fool's gold loaf. They bought 22 of the sandwiches and spent two hours eating them and drinking Perrier and champagne before flying home. Okay. <laughs> so because of this, the sandwich is a legend. So it's a whole loaf of bread hollowed out. Okay. One jar of peanut butter, one jar of grape jelly, and a pound of bacon. No. <laughs> No, that's terrible. <laughs> Why is it terrible? Because no. of the bacon? I think it's the bread part. I think it's the hollowed out bread part. And just Why? the quantities, the sheer quantities. <laughs> I imagine it would be a solid mess, but I think we should try it. Oh, my. I think you'd have to, like, slice it, you know, like a... Yeah, yeah. Like a loaf. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, what, I think you hollow it out and then here you hollow it out and put all your ingredients in and then you slice it. So like you probably uh, just like cut off the top so of the loaf. You don't just eat the whole loaf of bread I don't with think the you, stuff inside. I mean, like they ordered 22 sandwiches, 22 of those, that's a whole, whole loaf. Well, maybe they're Wait, little loaves. 22 whole loaves or 22 slices of hmm. sandwich. I, question. I think I think that the fool's gold loaf is is a full loaf, right? right. Is and that I think the, the whole I, sandwich? I think that you eat the sandwich like that, but I, I have my doubts on whether or not it was. <sighs> Does this I place mean, still exist? Are we going to have to take a I trip here? I mean, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? You it's think that there's PB a... It's just PB&J with bacon? bacon. You think I don't know why he didn't have somebody at the house just make yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's not as good. I think most of that stuff <laughs> was on, on there's hand a cookbook. at Graceland, so... There's a yeah. cookbook recipe. Oh, I don't know peanut butter and jelly. They're not on the stock list. Oh, yeah. I wonder I wonder if the chef was like, I'm not doing that to you, Elvis. <laughs> and Elvis was like... Whoa. She was like, I can't. Yeah. I forget her name. His, his, his um, cook. <laughs> Cookie. You're just looking at the ingredients and just... <laughs> <laughs> at the time of Elvis's famous outing, the fool's gold... Why can't I say it? <laughs> fool's... Gold loaf <laughs> costs forty nine ninety five, <laughs> so equivalent to two hundred and fifteen dollars in twenty seventeen. Okay, so that is it is legitimately a loaf. full loaf. Yeah, and he yeah. bought twenty two of those. But it's just peanut butter and jelly. I don't. Well, I mean, maybe peanut butter was like a delicacy back then. It was know. not. I don't no, think. I don't think it ever was. No. Okay. It's always been poor people food, right? I don't know. It's so good. If the peanut butter lobby is gonna. T- uh, <laughs> Come after us. Yeah, they're going to be like, not poor people full no. food. It's fancy loaf. <laughs> it says French loaf specifically. Oh. So we need to attempt. Mike's going to home make <laughs> French bread. Why, why do I need to home make some French bread for this? <laughs> We're just going to ruin we gotta it. we got to do it right. <laughs> yeah, we have to do it right. We'll hollow it out. But but Laura can't eat this. It's got make bacon. Make it wheat. It also oh, says yeah. margarine. Ugh. So you, I guess you butter it first on the inside. Whoa, weird. It's going to be kind of like those hot dogs that we had in Switzerland where they like took a French roll, they took a baguette and like cut the top off and hollowed it out and stuck the hot dog inside. <laughs> yeah, the so like just squirted the condiments down the, the bread tube <laughs> and we're like, here you go. We were and it didn't say that. It just said hot dog. And we got it. And we're like, what is this? Thank you. <laughs> it was really good. I mean, well, they have great hot, bread. It's a hot dog. In a bread. Yeah. 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 Hot dog in a bread hole. Yeah. Well, that's disgusting, huh. but I will eat it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it. That's we'll do next... like two, Mike. I'm going to make you do two. What a vegetarian version for Laura. We, we should start another podcast called That's Disgusting, But I'll Eat It. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah. That does Spin fun. off. Oh, my. <laughs> Nobody take our idea. It's ours. We thought of it. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's a prank idea. Just, the, the, these rubes are going to hear it and they're going to be like, that's a great idea. And we're going to be like, we got you eating disgusting things. <laughs> so. and we can't tell, call our listeners rubes, which speaking of, we have seen. I've been keeping up. Nobody's listening to us except one person in Sweden. So Woo! whoever you are listening, thank you. Thank you. Or you might work for Podbean. I don't know if it's the, somebody who just employed by like our hosting some kind company. Of like government robot that listens to all like American podcast Swedish government robot thank you yeah. for your service to this podcast it makes me excited to see oh somebody listened <laughs> that's not our friends yeah <laughs> because nobody cares except that one bot yeah that one bot Swedish yeah. government robot <laughs> so before we before we close out if you want to contact us jumpsuitswagger at gmail.com 
on Twitter at Jumpsuit Swagger, on Instagram at, at Jumpsuit Swagger. We're kind of there sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do things. Mm. So oath Mike, time. Mike, you going to take us out? Oh, I got to oath it. All right. More self-respect. More respect for fellow man. Respect for fellow students and instructors. Respect for all styles and techniques. Body conditioning, mental conditioning, meditation for calming and stilling of the mind and body. Sharpen your skills. Increase mental awareness for all those that might choose a new outlook and personal philosophy. Freedom from constipation. TCB technique, all techniques into one. Elvis Presley 8th, applying all techniques into one. This is Jumpsuit Swagger. Bye. Hiya! <laughs> you had that plan, didn't you? <laughs>